Welcome to ShadowHuntersPodcast.com, where we talk about all things in the Shadow Hunters world. Here's your host, Abel Ozuna. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Shadow Hunters Podcast. I'm your host, Abel Ozuna, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. I normally record and release these episodes on Fridays. However, this week I um, was running a little bit behind. Um, Things have just gotten a little crazy this past few days. So um, it is now Sunday and I plan to release this um, episode today. So in today's episode, we are going to recap um, this past Tuesday's episode of Shadowhunters, which was titled Moose Shoe to Go. There were so many things that um, kind of struck me and that I have opinions on. So let's just jump right into the first section um, of the show called My Favorite Shadowhunters Tweets. The very first tweet that kind of stood out to me was from at Shadowhunter Chat. And they said, hey, Jace, remember how you told me to keep an eye on your um, girlfriend? Um, Yeah, I kind of lost her at Shadowhunters TV. Uh, I have a lot to say about that. That was pretty funny, and I felt kind of bad for Alec. I was like, oh, it's going to be kind of awkward to tell Jace you failed on the one job that he asked of you, but whatever. Uh, My next favorite tweet came from at MSD6494, and she said, funny how Simon is getting stronger. I don't think it's the flu. Hashtag Shadowhunters chat. Yeah, I, that's another thing I want to comment on because I really liked how Simon has all of these, um, all of a sudden he's like really strong, his vision's improved, and uh, we'll get into that in the next segment. But my final uh, favorite tweet of the night came from at Addie or Cut, and she said, it's okay, Alec, we are all in love with Jace. Hashtag Shadowhunters chat. Yeah, I... Uh, <clears throat> I really love me some Malik, as if you learn, if you listen to the last episode, you kind of already know that. And um, I, I do agree, though, that we all do love Jace in a different kind of way. And um, let's just get, you know, I don't even want to say too much in this segment. So let's move on to the next segment of just a recap of the show. If you have not watched this uh, past week's episode of Shadowhunters, now is the time to turn off the podcast Watch it and then come right back. So here we go, guys. All right, so you've been warned. Let's just jump right into it. I have to admit that this week was a little hard for me to um, take proper notes and um, watch the show at the same time because I was actually involved in the live tweet of uh, hashtag Shadowhunters chat. And I guess I found out that I wasn't that great at multitasking, so my notes are kind of all over the place and it's just a mess. But I want to start this um, this episode of the podcast with just talking about how we were finally introduced to Alec and Izzy's mom. I I had just started rereading um, a City of Bones, which is the first book in the Mortal Instruments series, and um, when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh yeah, like are they going to mention Izzy and Alec's parents? Are they going to mention their little brother, or did they cut the little brother from their show?" And I was like, well, I don't know, we're a few episodes in the the season already, and they haven't even mentioned their parents. And so whenever this um, show, this uh, episode kind of started, and we were introduced to Izzy's mom right away, I was like, yes, yes, here it is. And then Izzy kind of asked right away, like, to her mom's like, oh, no Max. And I was like, oh, (laughs) my heart melted for Max. And if you read the books, you know why. I, uh, we can't talk about it. Anyways, 
Um, I, I really liked how when Izzy, um, Izzy told Clary, like, you know, in, a little bit into the scene, Clary's like, is your mom always like that? And Izzy's like, shadow hunters don't hug much. And cut to Jace, and she, like, gives him this huge hug. And it kind of tells um, the viewers a little bit about the relationship that um, the Lightwoods have with each other. You know, they're not a very, I guess you can say, close or loving family. At least in the beginning, it's not. And I and I kind of um, think that the more books that you read in The Shadow and The Mortal Instruments and really all of Cassandra Clare's works, you kind of see why they are like that. But I guess for the viewers, it kind of just gives you this, like, okay, that's, you know, they're not that cool with each other. And... Um, yeah, I think that Izzy's mom obviously has a problem with Izzy talking to, I guess you could, the downworlders. You know how um, Izzy mentions that she can talk to Celie because she has, you know, relationships with them and or she's friends with them. And her mom's like, oh, we know all about your little friends. And I was like, uh, you need to hold with the attitude. OK, like, no, you need to stop. Not not everybody is, you know, don't be such a goody tissue. That's what I was trying to say, I guess, you, you know, without cursing or anything so um i'm pretty sure you all got the drift of what i was trying to call her mother and so when her mom like um kind of is um separating them all into these two you know groups she wants alec to stay with clary and while jace goes to help izzy with the sealy um i was kind of annoyed you know but i know that um it kind of set up the rest of the episode so i was pretty happy with that uh, once, you know, before they go out, Jason, Alec is talking, you know, Jason's like, he kind of wanted to stay with Clary and Alec, you know, he's, uh, he's very by the book. He follows the rules for the most part. He, um, doesn't believe in going against the authority, you know, everything to him is there's rules for a reason. And, you know, Alec's like, you know, no, I'm, I'm not gonna break my mom's rule. That's what she wants. That's what, you know, we'll do that, whatever. So I know that Jace and Alec are talking, you know, they are in their moment and Alec apologizes to Jace for, you know, the last episode we saw his memory, you know, his a memory of your most loved, you know, the, the person you love the most. I'm sorry. And it was Jason his and he apologizes to Jace for it. And Jace is like, well, no, of course you love me. I mean, I love you, too. We're pair, but I. And I'm like, no, bro, like, he doesn't love you like that. Like, he loves you. Well, like, at least, you know, at least he thinks he does for now. But you can just see the pain in Alex's eye, and he just, like, plays it off. And he's like, mm, yeah, you're right, you know. Of course, repair a battalion, um, whatever. So uh, Jace and Izzy, you know, leave to do their thing. And Clary and Alec stay behind. And we see them, you know, practicing against each other, you know, um, doing some training and I like their, again, I've said it again, I've said it plenty of times, but I really like their banter. I like how they're going back and forth. And I kind of, in this episode, it looks like they're slowly uh, coming around to one another. Um, so during their training, Magnus calls Alec and, oh my lord, I I was like, Magnus, come just take Alec away and make him happy. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, Magnus, you know, asked him, you know, if he would like to go for a drink sometime and cut to Alec's face. And Alec is like, um, yeah, that sounds like fun win. And he, uh, Alec notices that Clary just, of course, disappears. She could not listen to stay there at the Institute like she was told to do. Of course, Clary causes all this drama. And 
um, Alec is, you know, kind of cuts off Magnus and is like, gotta go. And Magnus thinks it's like a game and he's like, hmm, playing hard to get. I love a challenge. <laughs> and I was so annoyed with Clary. I was like, why did you have to run off? You just ruined a perfectly good Malik moment. But uh, yeah, so the show just kept on going. And I was pretty excited because cut to the next scene and we are introduced to officially, you know, the wolves. And we see uh, a wolf like walking into the diner. And I was like, bruh, is this a normal thing? Like where y'all live, do wolves just walk into diners? And then I realized the diner was kind of like a meeting place for all of like their pack. So I was like, oh, okay. So it wasn't just this random wolf walking into a random diner. <laughs> and so the wolves are there, you know, and they're talking about how shadow hunters feel like they're better than them, how shadow hunters look down on them. And um, I was thinking, you know, is this guy trying, trying to start some kind of like, you know, just like a riot with the shadow hunters? Like, bro, that's the wrong fight to, you know, pick. And um, I, you see that he's trying to, he wants to take control of the cup, the mortal cup, because it has all the power, you know, the shadow hunt that gives the shadow hunters all the power. And um, so it kind of gives them a motive, uh, a motive for, you know, the um, events that are going to happen in this episode. And I like how so far in every episode, we've kind of been introduced to every kind of creature. Like, you know, we met the Seely or the Fae. We met the vampires, and now it's all about the wolves. And, um, yeah, it's just a lot of drama, and I was really annoyed with the wolves, and I normally like a good werewolf, but not so much in this episode. And so moving just right along with the episode, um, it cuts to Clary, you know, in front of a school. She's obviously using an invisibility rune because nobody around her can see her. Um, and then all of a sudden her phone rings, and, and everybody's looking around at each other because they're checking their phones. Nobody's phone is the one that was ringing um, pretty loudly. And Alec walks up and he's like, um, are you serious? Like, you're smart enough to use a rune, but you're not smart enough to put your phone on silent. He said something like that. And I was like, yeah, come on, Clary. Like, I was proud of you for using a rune, you know, on your own. But then you kind of let me down with something so basic, you know, it's like, no, girl, turn your phone off, please, especially if you're going to be trying to do some kind of spying or something. And um, so Clary goes on, you know, um, Alec and her are kind of going back and forth, tit for tat. And Clary goes on and she's like, you know, it must be hard to be in love with Jace when he's straight. I was like, girl, don't be trying to push Alec out of the closet. He will come out when he's ready. <laughs> and at the same time, Alec's reaction wasn't, I guess, as strong as mine. Um, it kind of, like I said earlier, was looks like he is um, slowly starting to um, let his walls down because of Clary, or at least with Clary. And um, I was just annoyed with Clary when she said that. But she, you know, she does have a point. Um, she just kind of wants him, kind of like his sister Izzy, just to be his true self. And um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how his character is going to continue to develop every week. Uh, yeah, so we are going to now cut to um, Isabel showing up at Melyorn's place. Uh, Melyorn is a silly guy that we uh, met, you know, it's, it's like her little fling. And she shows up, you know, there to get information as to why they stopped reporting to the Enclave. And I, when they were talking, I'm really thinking, like, does he really like her? Because when he looks at her and he talks to her, it looks like he really likes her, but then... 
maybe that's just like me falling for the little Seely charm, you know, because Seely can charm the pants off of someone. And I'm like, I don't know if he really likes her, if he's using her, and I'm getting annoyed because I want to like them together. But then I'm like, no, she needs to be with Simon. And I'm just, I feel like I'm involved in that love triangle, and that's just not a good thing. And so, you know, cut to Simon now. Um, I, Simon, you know, is wandering around, and I really love that they are showing his, Simon's love for New York. It's really strong in the books, you know, um, and, and I only know this again because I am rereading them right now. And I really am happy that, um, from at least from this episode, I got, you know, his love for the city and, and he is a little freaking me out a little because like I said, kind of in the beginning of this episode, he all of a sudden has all of these, you know, strong capabilities or abilities. He's, um, jumping higher than who knows what, uh, whenever he was with Jason Claire, you know, whenever he's with everyone and they're all looking at him like, what the hell? And so Alex, Simon, and Clary um, are, you know, looking for that item that they're going after. And Alec, I'm sorry, and Simon and Clary are talking about how they used to go to that secret place. And um, they're kind of reminiscing about their childhood. And they mentioned something about being engaged. And Alec, like, looks at them and he's like, uh, you were engaged? I'm almost certain I don't want to hear this story. Oh, my God. I could not stop laughing. And so when they finally, you know, they're trying to get the door open, Clary tries, um, they're not able to because the door is kind of like pretty much rusted shut, you know, and Simon just like, let me try and he gets it and he just kind of rips the door open. I'm like, are you what? No. Like, where, where did that come from, Simon? That's not the Simon Lewis that is the nerd. And but, you know, I'm sure we're going to find out pretty soon why he has he's able to rip doors open. Um, and so Simon, I'm sorry. So then. Simon lets Clary go, and then Alec was going to walk in after Clary, and Simon's like, oh, no, after me. <laughs> and I, I, it was just so funny because, you know, it, he, like, lets Clary go, and Alec was trying to slide in, and Simon's like, uh, I'm not feeling that brave. Like, I need Clary in front of me to protect me, and I need you behind me to get my back. Like, he's not dumb. <laughs> and so when they finally get inside... Um, they're all, you know, kind of being quiet or whatever. And Alec notices, um, something kind of outside in the bushes and he goes to look and it was kind of just a distraction because what do you know? The wolves were there and one of the wolves just distracted Alec. So the others could get a snatch pretty much Clary and Simon and they take them, uh, you know, they take them and Alec is like left there just looking at the car and he's like, crap like it just hit him that he lost clary and jace is going to probably want to murder him and after that scene it kind of cuts off a bat to jace and isabel at the Sealy court or you know where meliorn is at and izzy um starts talking about the Sealy queen and um they show you know the butterflies everywhere and jace mentions how butterflies stand for mourning in the fair folk world and I really like that they brought that from the book because in the book, um, he they do mention that in the book, you know, butterflies are a sign of mourning. And I was just like, oh, it's like a little cherry on top for the book readers, you know. Um, the Sealy are, they're mourning, um, sorry, Meliorn does not want to tell them why they're mourning. And 
um, Jace kind of puts two and two together and he starts thinking and he realizes that they're mourning the scouts that Valentine killed, um, I believe in the last episode. Um, yeah, I don't think it was this episode. I think it was the last episode that Valentine killed two of their scouts. And so they were mourning them. Um, also, they start talking about, you know, who Jace is like asking him, like, whose side are you going to be on? Like, you know, come on, dude. Like, we are the ones that you need to be on. And uh, Meliorn goes on to say that he's pretty much the Sealy are going to be on the winning side. You know, they are not, they don't choose sides. They just want to be on the winning side. And Jace kind of gives him that final, like, well, you know, if you're not with us right now, good luck trying to be with us in the future. And uh, Alec finally makes the dreaded phone call to Jace. And he tells them that um, Clary is missing. And Jace makes this thing and he's just like, uh, he says some like, damn it, uh, Clary snuck out of the Institute. And uh, Izzy like looks at him and she's like, and yet you're blaming our brother? Hmm, fascinating. And it was, and I, I kind of just chuckled at that because she's being like a smart, you know, like a smart, but like a smart A. And um, so they go meet up with Alec and, you know, Alec's giving him the rundown of what happened. And they mention that they need to do some parapetite tracking again. And I really like, I really like some parapetite tracking and I'm rereading the books because I don't remember that happening in the books. So that kind of like sparked my interest in rereading the books because I want to know if that happened and if I've just missed it, although I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. But anyways, um, when they try their parapetite tracking because Alec, Jace couldn't track him by himself, um, you know, when they first did it, when we first saw him do it, uh, they look into each other's eyes and it was just, oh my gosh, it was, you could feel like the magic there, you know, like you can see Alex's pain and Alex's love for him and Jace whenever they, you know, cut to Jace before, you could see just his love for, like, a brother. And um, now, when they're trying to do parabatite tracking in this episode, looking for Clary, um, you, they, they, Jace makes a comment, like, you know, I'll, like, concentrate, because they cannot, they can't track him, they can't track Clary, but it's not because they're con not concentrating, it's because um, they say that the tracking isn't, doesn't work if they're being kept over water, and when I thought that, you know, whenever he mentioned, you know, hey, damn it, Alec, like concentrate, I thought that um, Alec just couldn't concentrate because he he was embarrassed of what Jace saw, you know, his memory that he was his loved one. And then Jace was so pissed off at him, you know, for losing Clary. Uh, I feel like maybe that had something to do with it. But then again, he mentioned that they couldn't track him because they were being kept over water. And um, Jace kind of threw a little bit of shade, uh, a little blow to Alec, and, and mumbled something like, maybe your mother was right. And uh, luckily, Izzy broke up the fight because I started to get real annoyed with Jace. I was like, mm, I like I said, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I am the one that talks back to the TV. So I'm like, uh, no, don't be talking to Alec like that. Like, maybe if Clary would have listened to you, she wouldn't have had this, this whole drama would have even happened, Okay. So you need to talk to your girl, not to your parapetite like that. Oh, again, sorry. I get in my feels because I get highly annoyed. I feel like these are my friends. And I'm glad that Izzy broke it up. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, cut, you know, this going back to, we're kind of flashing back to Simon and Clary. 
And I laugh because I, I swear, I was thinking like, dude, Simon has the worst luck. Like he was kidnapped by vampires, now werewolves. And it's like he read my mind because he like makes the comments like, why do I keep getting kidnapped? And while they're being, while they're kidnapped by the werewolves, um, they are trying to find a way out. You know, they're panicking and Simon is like, you know, I'm going to cause a distraction. Um, I don't think he said any of this. I, mean, I think it's just what I took from it. <laughs> Simon was like, um, I'm going to cause a distraction, you know, to give Jason everyone time to pretty much bail us out. And so Simon and Clary are separated. Simon starts a fire. Okay. And Clary starts drawing her own runes. And I'm like, whoa. Because in the books, Clary doesn't start drawing her own runes to like later in them, if I'm correct, maybe a couple books in. And for her to already be doing that, I'm like, what in the world do we have planned for season two? Because I'm going to freak out right now. And um, I, I was I whenever she drew it, I was like, yes, Clary, like I was cheering her on. And then uh, when Simon, you know, he was kind of trying to be a hero and then he became the damsel in distress because he was trapped and then Izzy comes to the rescue and I was so happy because Izzy's like how many times do I have to rescue you you know like bro quit getting yourself in these ridiculous situations and Simon although he has like all these all of a sudden he's like stronger and all this stuff he's obviously still Simon Lewis and he is prone to accidents and just drama it it like is seriously it's like attracted to him (laughs) And um, so the wolves all of a sudden are surrounding all of the uh, the gang, as I call them, the gang, my friends. And they're surrounding them. And I, uh, I kind of freaked out because I think in the books, there's kind of a scene similar to this. And if you saw the first, like if you saw the movie, you know, um, there's a time that all of the gang are surrounded by um, uh, vampires and I didn't see that in this um, show, at least not yet. And I like, and it's kind of different how they were now surrounded by werewolves and they kind of had to fight their way out. But, you know, with how many werewolves there were, they it was going to be quite the task. Um, so we obviously then see Luke comes out in full form werewolf and attacks their alpha leader and he becomes a new alpha. And by doing that, he's kind of, you know, he's reinforced Clary, you know, like, I still love you and I'm here for you. Like, he pretty much killed, you know, he did. He killed his alpha for her. And now um, all of the wolves have to kind of obey him because he is the alpha unless, you know, someone's going to challenge him, which if you saw what I saw, I'd be like, mm, no, you can definitely be the alpha. Like, I don't want it that bad. Like, mm, I'm not about getting my neck ripped out, <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Uh, I think that it's, um, I like how it kind of like this, it kind of sealed like Luke's love for Clary and obviously for her mom. And um, so he's the new alpha, you know. Um, So right before the the show ends, Jace makes the comment to Alec and he's like, you know, I'll be fine on my own. And I was like, oh, hell no. You will not be fine on your own. Like, you need your parabatai. Like, you couldn't track anybody on your own. You needed the parabatai tracking. And uh, if I recall, your parabatai is Alec. It's not yourself. Okay? And um, Alec is asked, like, are you two okay? And he's just like, I don't know. 
oh my gosh. How how many times are they going to get me in my feels on this show? I know I'm not the only one, guys. <laughs> so if you're like me, you are anxiously waiting for this week's um, this week's episode, which comes out here in the U.S. on Tuesday. Uh, if you are not already following me on Twitter, please follow me on Twitter at Pod Shadowhunter. Again, that's at Pod Shadowhunter. If you would also like, you can call the Shadowhunter hotline with a 30 to 45 second voicemail of your reaction to the show. And I uh, may feature you on the next podcast. That number is area code 917-524-7578. Again, that is area code 917-524-7578. And I will talk to you guys next week. You have an awesome one, fellow Shadowhunters.